Hi guys, welcome to the World of Podcast. Hope you've been blessed by the previous episodes. I'm excited that you've joined in today. Let's get right into it. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 24. Those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. That was the NIV. I'm going to read the NLT to you now. Those who belong to Christ have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. The opening statement tells us that not everyone belongs to Christ. That should be pretty obvious, isn't it? If you live in today's world, seeing all the evils going on, you should know that. But what does it mean to belong to Christ? To belong to Jesus is to be owned by him. Just like you own your car, your mobile phone, your house, etc. In a similar way, just as you purchase these items at a price, so did Christ pay a price for everyone in the world. However, not everyone has acknowledged that he paid the price for them. The process of coming to the realization and accepting the work done by the Savior, how he paid for our sins and saved us from its consequences, is called salvation. This has to be done on an individual basis. No one can do it for another. It's important to note that the more expensive the price you pay for anything, the more you cherish it. If you had two cars, one you bought in your first year of work, and the other you used your life savings to purchase, there's no discussion as to which you would cherish the more. Similarly, if you had a very expensive shoe, you would only wear it to top-notch functions, not when you're going to the grocery store. I shared a few days ago how life is one's greatest possession. You would give up anything to preserve your life. The penalty for my sin and yours was death. What that means is that for sinning, you and I were meant to die. But Jesus said he would take our place and pay that price for us. He never sinned, but he paid the penalty for sin, which was death. He didn't deserve to die because he was righteous, but for you and I, he chose to give his life so we can have the true life of God. It was through that transaction that he bought us with a price. In case you think I'm making this all up, let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19 to 20. It says, Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourselves. For God bought you with a high price. For God bought you with a high price. For God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. Because we were bought with a high price, the life of God's one and only dear son Jesus, God cherishes us more than we would cherish the car or shoe I described earlier. 
You are the apple of God's eyes. You mean the world to him. So when someone says to you that you're useless and mean nothing, say to them, you were bought with a price, a high price. You belong to the almighty God and you mean the world to him. Don't you ever think that you have no value. Your value is the life of Jesus. Those who belong to Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passion and desires. Having established those who belong to Christ, let's now move to the next phase. It says they have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. The word crucify means to utterly destroy the power of the flesh with intense pain accompanying that process. By flesh, it does not necessarily mean the body in which we dwell, but the carnal nature, the corrupt old mindset, which is against God. There was a way we used to live before we met Christ. The Apostle Paul described it as darkness. He said in Ephesians 5.8, For we were once full of darkness, but now we have light from the Lord, so live as people of light. Before we met Christ, we were darkness and only knew how to produce works in accordance with darkness. Evil works as described in the earlier verses of our verse of the day, Galatians 5, 19-21 reads, When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the flesh as some versions put it, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like this. Continues to say, let me tell you again as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. I know you'll be surprised about that list, about some things that were enlisted there, but it is what it is. These are the works that are crucified with Christ when we come to him. He takes our old self and gives us a new birth, which is able to live the life of God in righteousness. Our past struggles before we met him become history. He gives us victory over them all and we live in the newness of life. Just like a seed that is planted into the ground, it goes with a certain body and by the time it sprouts up again, it is a new fruit, able to produce seeds and fruits. The passion and desire to commit sin is no longer alive in us. They are crucified with Christ. Sin becomes repulsive to us. Brethren, may I say this? If we say we belong to Christ and still enjoy sin, our rebirth is questionable highly questionable because what happens at salvation is not an amendment of the old but the birth of a whole new spiritual being who has the life of God that's the life of righteousness 
There may still be areas where one struggles, but note this, we only struggle in areas we have not completely surrendered to Christ. For when we totally surrender all to Him, He makes us completely like Him. Think about these questions I'm about to ask. What's your situation? Do you belong to Christ? Have you completely surrendered to Him? Do you still enjoy the life of sin? Let us pray. Dear Father, we thank you for your word which has come forth. He says, those who belong to you have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. I pray, Lord, that you will help us to completely crucify the flesh, its passions and desires. Help us, dear Lord, to live totally the life of righteousness. Help us to live the life of Christ. Let your life be seen in us. Let us be channels of your righteous acts. And help us, O God, to do it with our old life. Thank you, dear God. We can't do this without your help, so I ask for your help for myself and everyone listening to this podcast that you help us live just like you in this world. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast today. Always a great pleasure to have you in here. See you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye. Have a great week.